Boujou, boujou. Welcome to the Lack the Flambeau Talk Show. Today I'm here with Gavin Lombard, Dallas Bound, and of course me, Jackson Chapman. Today is a very special episode. Um, this is only one. The other three podcasts where we interviewed Lack the Flambeau veterans, Dan Thompson, Brian Jackson, and Marcus Johnson. You can find those three guys on the school website. Thank you guys for your service. We will be talking about the legacy of Native American military service. Um, everything that's about to be stated is from the United States government website. Take it away, Dallas. Often lost in conversations surrounding U.S. military history are the contributions of Native Americans. However, Native Americans have served in the U.S. military in every major conflict for 200 years, and at times at higher rates than any other demographic. Native Americans, including American Indians, Alaska Natives, and Native Hawaiians, have an extraordinary history of serving in honorable and great numbers on for the United Armed Services. Veterans are in the community. They are among the most respected and honored people in the community. In most tribes and communities, there are ceremonies held for veterans to honor them and what they have done. Before they leave, there is their services, and then when they return, there will also be service again. This is a tradition that many tribes do. Here at the Lacto Flambeau Public School is a Veterans Day Assembly. The assembly will go to Friday, November 11th, 2022, which is Veterans Day 1015 to 1115. Boo-joo, boo-joo. Welcome to the Lack the Flambeau Talk Show. I'm your host, Jackson. I'm here with... Kendall. Dallas. And of course, our special guest... Dan Thompson. Mr. Dan, I believe you were a veteran, correct? Yes, I was in the Army for eight years. Eight years. Did you go to the Army fresh out of high school? No, I didn't. I actually was 20 years old when I went into the Army. Okay, so we have some questions to ask you about your experience, like jogging your memory questions. Did you enlist or were you just drafted? I did enlist. I did make the decision myself to uh, join the Army. Um, Can you tell us why you joined? I think I was at a time in my life where I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I, to be honest, wasn't the best student in high school. Um, You know, I had a couple odd jobs after... After I graduated high school, yeah. So I had a couple odd jobs after I graduated high school, and just was at a, you know, at a standstill in my life. And I wanted to, you know, do something to better my life at the time. Do you recall your first days in the service? Definitely. You know, that was a whirlwind of emotions. I would say, you know, before I had joined the army, I had never been outside of Wisconsin or the surrounding states, and I had never been on a plane before. So, you know, just getting on a plane, going down to you know, South Carolina, basic training, you know, it's a, it's definitely, a, you know, emotionally taxing, I would say, you know, it's a lot of stuff you got to get used to right away. Otherwise, you know, they'll send you home. Why or what service branch did you pick and why? Uh, it's a funny story, actually. Um, I did pick the army. I was in the army for eight years, but my initial goal was to join the air force. And at the time, I don't know if Ryland is still like that, but there was, you know, all the army, all the recruiting offices were in the same building. And I had an appointment with the Air Force recruiter to talk about joining the Air Force, but he wasn't there, never called, never showed. As I was walking out of the building, the army recruiter stopped me and was like, hey, what's, what are you doing here? 
and so I went in to talk to him, and you know, two weeks later, I was going to, to basic training for the army. When you were in the army, did you experience any wars? Yes, I did. I was deployed to Iraq for you know Operation Iraqi Freedom from March of two thousand eight to. The end of June of 2009 It was about 15 months So how many tours would that be? Technically it was two But they were back to back um, But just one Continuous deployment for 15 months So Do you remember arriving And what it was like? When I got there yes It, uh, it was very scary You know, we didn't know, We didn't know what to expect Or was really going on you get there and you meet the unit that you're replacing and it's just it's really you get to it right away you know they send you out and you're expected to be there and do the right thing and you know follow the orders that you were given and what was the thing that you had to get to right away what was the assignment i worked with military police when i was in the army i was a combat medic so i was the only combat medic assigned to this military police battalion and i was we worked closely with Iraqi army and Iraq, Iraqi police, and we oversaw the training that they were doing, you know, to try to get them ready for once the U.S. military would finally leave so they could keep the, the country stable once the United States was no longer there. And did you see combat? Uh, yes. You know, that's not something I, I, ver I talk to about. I talk about at all very openly, but yes, there was... There was things, yes. All right. Um, how did you get through it? You know, really the communication with family back home. You know, they always, they knew when I was calling and they would always answer. And then also, you know, the brothers and sisters that I, that I served with that were there with me every single day. You know, we try to keep it light. You have to have a good sense of humor while you're down there, you know, and you really form a lifelong bond with those people did you have to learn anything on your own when you were deployed just had to learn really had to learn how to cope with everything that was going on on your own you know and that's and that's tough but you know you just have to rely on one another that you know that you're going to get through it and one thing i remember very vividly is every day i told myself i was going to make it through it you know i was like i'm coming home i'm you know nothing's gonna happen to me so i was just keeping a positive mindset throughout the whole thing okay these are just kind of small questions what was the food like in the army <laughs> i enjoyed it you know i've never been i've never been a picky eater uh but the food was just fine you know especially actually when we were in iraq the food was fantastic you know there was people dedicated to making sure that we were well fed and had everything that we needed did they have soup Oh yeah, they had <laughs> yes, they had soup, but you know there was everything you could think of. You had they had stir fry, salad, sandwiches, um, lobster, steak, hot dogs. Uh, yep, they're hot dogs for sure. Did you guys have like that, like, like that MREs? that food Mister Armstrong has? Or like that MREs. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Ha we did have MREs. That was something we would use to eat if we were out for a long time you know if we didn't have a chance to make it to the cafeteria so if we we're going on missions overnight or for seven days or whatever that's what we would eat um and i enjoyed those as well like i said i wasn't i wasn't very picky and some of them you know are very near near and dear to my heart and if i had them in front of me i'd eat them right now speaking of mres which one was your favorite <sighs> believe it or not it was probably the veggie burger there was a veggie burger one that was 
was <laughs> it was really delicious. I know you guys are laughing, but it was it was really tasty. I think okay. that one. I think it also had peanut M and M's in it though too. So oh, that may have that may have swayed what um, my vote a little bit there. When you were serving at certain times, did you feel pressure or stress where you just thought you felt like giving up? Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good question. You know, mental health is something that's um, very serious. Um, being, you know, in combat and having to deal with the stressors that you had there every single day. You know, there is a lot of downtimes and there's a lot of times you have to, you know, reach out to somebody to talk to. And I've done that and... There's no shame in asking for help ever. Do you recall any particularly humorous or unusual events? There's there's a lot. Probably not appropriate for a grade school podcast. That's okay. Or middle school. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just anything like like to get your mind off of what was going on. Why were you like why you were there? Like anything funny? Like your friends? And you would. Oh just- yeah, for sure. We would. You know, there was there was not a lack of joking or. Or just getting together and doing whatever, you know. Um, one of my best memories is there was a, we were staying in these tents and there was one of our buddies that had, a, you know, he was, he was a guitar player. So he'd play his, sit there and play his guitar and everybody would go around and like we would just make up these stupid songs <laughs> all the time and sit there and do it. And I, yeah, I can still sit there and smile about it today. When you were talking about, your army friends do you have any that you, you are still in contact with today yeah you know and that's one thing that's social media is good for you know, i'm still friends with those guys on on social media and i still you know talk to them from from time to time and i've seen some of them since you know it's been well 14 years since i deployed with those guys and i've seen them since and it's like you you never you didn't miss a beat you know you, you never miss that time you just jump right back in with each other okay when you where did you go after you left the service like so i got out in 2014 was honorably discharged and i was living in georgia at the time and actually was still living there up until i moved back here to flambo in 2017 how did your service and experience affect your life uh i think it definitely changed me for the better um like I said at the beginning of the podcast, uh, through school, mainly high school, I wasn't the best student. You know, I never lived up to my potential and things that uh, teachers and my peers thought that I could. You know, and once I got in the army, I was out of the whole brigade and basic training. I was second in physical fitness. I was the top mark top marksman in the in that. And then, you know, I strived to be the best that I could be. Um, while I was in the army, and I think that continued on to when I got. Well, it did definitely continue on once I got got out. You know, I went to the police academy as well. I was the top mark, top marksman there, and did well. Okay, is there anything you would like to add that we have not covered in this interview, or anything that you want to talk about? Like anything else you could add on about the army, maybe for anybody in the future that's thinking about joining. Well, well I'd want to say if you're thinking about joining the military, that you know it's it's not a decision to be taken lightly. You know, it's going to it's gonna bring you out of your comfort zone. They're going to push you. They're going to make you do things you don't want to do, which, you know, is, is tough for anybody, and especially if you're it's something that you're not used to. But I would encourage it for those that are lost and don't know the answer. You know, I didn't know the answer of what I'm doing, but it definitely did help me find one, you know. So uh, would you recommend going to the Army? <laughs> that is a very long-winded answer, I would say. It would, it would depend on the person for me. Um, 
it would depend on your motivation, your goals, what you're trying to get out of it. You know, there's a lot of benefits to, to joining the military, but like I said, I would say weigh all your options. Um, you being the person you are now, what would you say to your younger self joining? The joining service? the military yeah, or? Joining the service. Um, I don't know. I, I think that I was my best self when I was in the military. What I would say to then is, you know, be more open to everything. If you didn't join the service, where do you think you'd be right now? I'd probably be here. And I don't know if necessarily being like the fire, be in the grade school here, but I would probably, you know, would have still stayed here in Lacta Flambeau. And I don't know. Okay. Thank you for sharing your experience mm-hmm. and everything. And also thank you for your service. Yep, thank you for your service, Dan. Thank you. Yep.